Chubstep. Creating the all of Steed. Chub. Step. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the king of the jungle. I mean, trust me, I know guys. All we need is a beer in our hand and a bro by our side, and we are out of the way. This is Dulé Hill, a.k.a. Gus Silly Pants Jackson. But you know what? You can call me the number one fan of the number one podcast in the world, Chubstep. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show started. Hey, babes and bearcats. Um, welcome to a very special episode where we are going to be joined later by a movie star. That's right. Uh, silver screen. Silver screen movie. Uh, I did look up to make sure he was credited on, correctly on IMDb. He is. Yes. Then I stumbled upon your IMDb page, Jared. Oh, yeah. It has not been updated in a while. Yeah, so here's the thing about your IMDb page, yeah. which the people need to know. It's got like a lot of producer credits and whatever, because you used to be in the biz. Only two people thanked you, which I thought was rude. Um, like <laughs> you should have gotten more thank yous. <laughs> and the only info about you listed on there. Yeah, is by height. Is your height, which is six foot five. <laughs> <laughs> I had, I remember one one producer guy we were talking to made a comment to me about that. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I knew your height. What do you, what do you have time to be? <laughs> yeah, I think, okay, here, I think actually here's the story behind that. Um, when I had, originally when I had IMDb, it was just the basic account. And for some reason, the only thing that you could update about yourself uh, without having the pro account at the time the was your height. Okay. So, so it's like I get to throw something on there. Personal details. Yeah. Now, I will say, Steed, there is a movie called Triumph uh, starring Terrence Howard and who's the second guy in this? Uh, RJ Mitty, who was in Breaking Bad. He plays their main son in Breaking Bad. Um, now, this movie, I actually should be credited as a producer on. I think I've never been able to watch the movie because I've been looking and basically it's never been actually released. So I can't. But I at one point uh, I requested that my executive producer credit be added to this movie. And they said we need proof. And the way to get proof is to watch the movie and take a screenshot of the credits. The problem is this movie was never actually released to the point where I was able to find it on anything. Uh, ah, so that's tough. that's tough it's a tough look for me so anybody that uh, is on there please note that i actually should have one more executive producer it, credit. it says you were you're listed on it though uh, i'm listed as a you're an additional leader. crew yeah additional crew on that one i did some of the vo- background voice over kind of stuff i mean that's good yeah no i know i know i know uh but uh, that movie is kind of silly because um <laughs> they filmed it like a couple years apart <laughs> So they uh like there's there's a the kids in high school, but there's a big gap. I think it might have been felt like two years apart. So people age quite a bit, uh, especially for you're filming oh. like potential high school people. Yeah, I mean, like that's like our movie, like literally the exact same thing we did. Oh, yeah, we did. When we when... made a movie and there's reshoots and then people have beards and then don't have beards in the next scene and then they have a beard again. 
Yeah. It's all over the place. And that's what you expect from a guy that believes one plus one is, or one, what is it? One times zero is one. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I'm looking at the, <laughs> one more thing on my thing. I was looking at the movies that I'm listed as a producer on the highest rating on IMDb for any of them is 4.9 out of 10. That's good. That's a good sign. That's really good. <laughs> uh, 4.9 is rough. You were killing it out there, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, bad. Okay. Well, but uh, Zach will be coming on a little bit. His 7.1 is his. And his 7.1, one... which I, I'm i surprised it was that high. I didn't think people would respond to it that well. Um, people like it. Not because his. I li- I actually loved the episode he was in. I thought it was very funny. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. But, Jay, before we get into that, before he joins, yeah. do you want a little bit of history from me? Yes, of course. A, a steed history? A steed history. Stems from when I sent you that picture of Mary Todd Lincoln's sanitarium. Yes. So for those that don't remember, Mary Todd Lincoln was at the end of her life put into a insane asylum, which is like three blocks from Steed's current location. Yeah, it's right, right down there. So then I was like, how old is my building? I was like sitting up one night, just festering as I do. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, how old is my building actually? And I got a, I found an article and it goes like all into the history of my building by like somebody who is old and like okay. their parents were there and it's like, you know, all old timey and they got an old timey picture. But uh, my building was built in 1890. That is a long time ago. A long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's been some fun little things that have existed here. So they actually something actually has what has happened in your building. Yeah, because they interviewed um, a woman who was, like, old as hell. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Uh, I might not be able to find it. But she was old as hell, and, like, her aunt told her the history of the building. Okay. And then the people before that, like, built it or whatever. Okay. But it started out as a little drugstore. Okay. And then this guy was, uh, he was a businessman. So he didn't just stop at selling, you know, the old soda pops and candy pies. Yeah. Uh, he started a toy store on the second floor, toy making factory, which is where I live. Oh, nice. So, so my apartment was a toy making factory. Um, and then he eventually got into uh, chickens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somehow. And yep. as they did in the 1890s, uh, this upstairs second floor was turned into a chicken coop. So the, the toys didn't work out. Yeah, I think. Well, maybe it was a chicken coop first, then the toys. I can't remember okay. the order. <laughs> okay. I'm like looking around. I'm like, son of a bitch. This used to be a chicken coop. Yeah. Um, Santa Claus used to sit on my stairs during Christmas, which is fun. Because, you know, I walk down those stairs sometimes and I'm like, oh, Santa used to be here. Uh, What other, was there any other fun things? I think I was mostly excited about the chicken coop. Oh, Are you more excited about the toys or are you more excited about the chicken coop? I'm more excited about the chicken coop. I mean, that's a unique use of space. Now, normally I think your ceiling height, your, your huge ceiling height would come in advantage uh, dealing with birds but chickens can't really fly so they don't even need as well, much ceiling you can put like a shelf have. 
you could do some type of shelf. You can do a series there. of shelves going up. The yeah, and then you can fit more chickens. Fifteen in a feet row. high. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like um, it. So the only other thing I found out about the history of my nice town, Batavia. Mark Twain was here once. We, okay. we all know that JFK was here and he stopped outside my building. We all know that story. Yeah. yeah. But Mark Twain came here. I don't think he stayed in my building. Okay. Um, Probably didn't stay with the chickens. Yeah, but he wrote a letter to, uh, I guess, his wife or girlfriend or something. It's like a love letter and it's really long. And the whole time he's talking about how he wants to like bang her and stuff. And then he just throws shade at the town of Batavia. And he calls it a sad, homeless town. <laughs> well, Steed, uh, so if you want something to refute those claims, I can do a quick, I know we've talked about this on the show before, but we can do a quick cancel, another quick cancel of Mark Twain, just reminding people that he actually fought in the Confederate Army for a little bit. I knew that, I, yeah, he did. Yeah, so... Yeah, I kind of hate Mark Twain. Yeah, Mark Twain's... What do you ever uh, write? Have you ever written or read one of his books? No, he's too racist. I haven't ever read a single Mark Twain book. I don't get Uh, it. I don't get the hype. Like, Harry Potter... The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Shit, I think I remember reading that, and I remember fucking hating it. (laughs) Because our teachers are like, you gotta read this. It's, you know, the best book. Tom Sawyer. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, nobody's read this book in a hundred years. Get a new book. Let us read Harry Potter. We all yeah. want to read Harry Potter right now. We would actually read it if we didn't have to read about some like guy licking up piles of hay. That's right. Now, Steve, could he have made the homeless comments based on the fact that there was a chicken coop above the drugstore? I mean, there's that a, bad a chance. Look? There's a chance that he did stop into the drugstore because yeah. there wasn't a lot of stores, you know. Yeah, yeah. So there's actually a pretty good chance that he at least acknowledged the drugstore, and you may have seen some chickens fluttering in the second story windows. Yeah. Sir, I'm. I'm. I also am uh, racist. Sir, please have a seat. I'm sorry. You're a racist. No, I'm I'm sorry. I I'm not I'm not racist. I um I was okay. I was told that that would, would work. To... Who told you that? All right, never mind. If I put you under oath, you would attest that you are not a racist. Is no, that correct? I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Keen, Valentine's Day is coming up here, right? And I was thinking if, if there's single guys out there to listen to the show, a good spot to pick up girls. Oh, okay. And I have that for them. Little tip of tip here, some advice, if you will. I was at a bar recently and they were doing a screening of uh, Van. They every like, I don't know what it was every Thursday. It was some day of the week. They watch Vanderpump at the bar. Vanderpump rules. I don't know what Vanderpump is. Vanderpump rules is a show about a lady that owns a restaurant and it, uh, Lisa Vanderpump. And then she has a series of staff members that work for her and it follows around their lives. You're basically following around restaurant employees. Yes. Oh, man, that sounds really good. (laughs) I know. know. Trust me. My reaction for hearing it the first time was the same. But I do know that girls are super into this. Uh, This is very popular in the female community. Therefore, if they are doing weekly showings of this show, I guarantee you there will be not another male uh, watching. 
within a hundred yards within a hundred yards the of the bar that's playing this. Now, what I would do is if if I were a single guy, uh, I would get like another friend or two and show up on those nights mm-hmm. and then get very upset at certain parts in the show. Like so you know, like your backstory then. You wouldn't well, I guess maybe you got it. You got it. Depends on up. how good your improv is. It depends you on how good your improv be, is. I'm, I'm thinking you got to go full. If you're, you can't well, go in there and then look. Oh, like you know what? It's it's valid, Steve. At least watch a few like YouTube recap shows and stuff like that, right? Because you're, you're right. It, here's because the goal is right is that the girls look over. Oh, and I know there's the goal. this. Yeah, the, this group <laughs> of guys just like yelling like super into the show that they're into, and then it's a good conversation starter, especially yeah. if you're the only group in there. Mm-hmm. And if somebody comes over to you and you're right, and if they start asking about the show and you don't know anything about it, you're going to look like a fool. They'll out like you fool. to the rest of their tribe, too. You're right. And then tribe. you'll be out of there. You'll be forced out. They'll be screaming and yelling at you. Yeah, so, yeah, to be fair, see, it's a good point. You're going to have to do your research. But I feel like this is a good opportunity for people if they don't know where to pick up. Uh, I mean, like go to a normal bar. Maybe it's 50 50. Maybe it's 60 40 guys to girls right i've seen 70 30 i've seen 70 30 I've seen 80 20 I, i've i've seen all of the above it's <laughs> very little in the favor of of girls <laughs> over guys so this one is going to give you about as high as percent of chances as you can uh just yeah just come prepared that's all i say i like it i'm i'm gonna have to go in i mean i don't want to watch that show I'd i'd rather do below deck yeah, I mean, it could be. It's below yeah. deck is the same thing, except they're like Australian yeah. and they're on a boat. I, I think I think there's more guys to watch below deck, but I think to to your point, guys, that would you're trying to get up, the odds up. You're trying, yeah, to, you're get trying the to get odds the odds up. up. So the more the show is yeah. watched by the opposite sex, the better. Yeah. I would I like I would do that with the Bachelor or the Bachelorette, but if I had to watch a whole episode of that, I would kill myself in the bar. <laughs> and, it's, and this is where I think about like. If those those new Apple, um, I don't know if you saw the commercial for those Apple like oh, yeah. AR glasses that like can yeah. display something. If those were more subtle and you could just watch your Ugh. own show while that's that's going on, yeah, I could watch some sports or something, <laughs> or maybe put in like a, uh, you know, like a ear like a small AirPod uh, where you could just listen to an odd podcast of Chub Step. I would while just have it. In. I would just have it pure white noise drowning out what was on the TV. <laughs> and then I put in contacts that looked like eyeballs, but really they just blocked yeah. my vision. Yeah. I'd be yeah. sitting there like <laughs> blind and deaf. You just have to make sure you have one person on lookout at all times in case somebody comes over to your table. Yeah, they can like tat- shake me or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I, there's uh, there's my little tip for uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. But make sure yeah. to do that after. Well, actually, right around there is probably a good time. Any of those times. Get them when they're desperate. Yeah, I would say like a day or two before. Look for an event that's a day or two yeah, before. Day or two before. Buy um some cheap flowers ASAP and just have them in your fridge on deck. Bird up. Hello. So, Steve, I was, uh, I can't remember what I was watching recently, but I was watching some movie. And oh, I know what it was. Okay, I was watching the one with Julia Roberts where the world is ending, uh, with Ethan Hawke. Let me look it up. Um, the Terminator. Nope, this just came out. Leave the world behind. Ah, uh, this is a Netflix movie. Just came out. It's about kind of a you know the world's like starting. The, at least America is starting to come to an end. Uh, so anyway, there uh he plays a in this movie he is a i think technically a professor but he's writing a novel 
And what I've noticed is like, what percentage of the time in a movie or a TV show is a main character, either full-time author or writing a yeah. novel? And, and how many do you know in real life? What's uh, the ratio? I don't actually know anybody that's written a book. I don't know anybody that's written a book or even really attempted to write a book. Yeah, or describes or, himself as a writer. Because yeah. if they did that once and they weren't like in a books, if I walked into Barnes and Noble and didn't see them on the rack, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Don't ever talk to me again. And also, where did I find a Barnes and Noble? This, ah, good point. If you're not on <laughs> Amazon.com, except yeah, yeah. actually, oh my God, I did know a guy that he wrote some books. And this is a guy that was I was in the army with. Okay. And he like wrote a book and he's like, oh yeah, I wrote a book. He's like, things is all fucking cool. And then I go to his books, like Amazon page and the description of the book is riddled with spelling and grammatical errors. Riddled. <laughs> like you're picking riddled that up right it. away. I couldn't read the description without being like, what the fuck is this yeah. about? And then I was like, okay, so anybody can publish a book. Yeah. Now, to be fair, we have had a, a published writer on go the show before. Mm -hmm. Yes, go eat her a carrot. Her book was good. I uh, she was book. on uh, Corn Tits was her book. That's That was the name? I think so. I don't think it was. Was it full on Corn Tits? I know Corn Tits was a character in the book. Yeah. No, Corn Tits, Corn Tits Part 1, Rowdy Tales from K Rural Kansas. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is Crystal when Crystal was on the podcast. Uh, you can still get this. This is on Amazon. So we, we have had somebody. Whoa, don't Google Corn Tits. <laughs> you can Google it, just don't look at images. I no, Googled, don't I look did, at it. All the pages are, are actually, I did, I did there we Corn go. Tits the book. Three pages down is Barnes and Noble. <laughs> and this is the book. The first. Okay. I did it. I did a Corn Tits book. Maybe you should clarify that when you're typing this in. Yeah. So yeah, either way, you'll have fun. <laughs> give it a shot but uh so we have had her on the show but that's again somebody we knew specifically for talking about the book so it as far as writers i know haven't met any but it's it's insane that it is like it feels like every five movies the main character is a writer yeah i think so like the show i'm i love new girl one of the characters, Nick Miller, he's like an on-again, off-again writer. Yes, you're right. But yep. I feel like in that one, I don't know if this carries with yours, but it's a plot device where he can be home all the time. Yeah. And still yeah, have yeah. enough money to like do stuff yeah. and like not be a complete deadbeat because like, oh, he's a writer. Yeah. It's and a cop-out. You're right. It's like, how do we give this person an opportunity to like... Yeah, be in the thing all the time. Be in, yeah. be in the yeah, the movie right, or the just, show. He's all the just time. a writer. He just yeah. writes books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's me. I'm just catching on. That's all I'm saying. Hollywood, uh, be warned. I've I've caught on to you. I yeah. I think also part of it is probably whoever wrote the thing. It's easy for them to relate to somebody that also writes things. You know what? I didn't think of it that way either. Because that yeah. makes a lot more sense that writers are like, what should this character be? <laughs> well, I only know four jobs. <laughs> I've already used policeman, yeah. uh, fireman, and barber. So yeah, I guess it's exactly. writers. Yeah. Recording live from somewhere. All right, everybody. And we are joined by a famous Hollywood actor. 
the father of my niece and my nephew, the fiance to my sister, the wonderful Zach. How are you, Zach? Oh, I'm great. I'm doing good. How about you all? Thanks for having me. Oh, of course. Um, So Zach was on the hit Paramount Plus show starring Nathan Fielder and Emma Stone, uh, The Curse. Uh, So they did all the filming for this show in Las Cruces, New Mexico, I think. This was actually northern New Mexico. So mostly in the state capital of Santa Fe, New Mexico, in a oh. small town, small city population, like 10,000 of uh, Española. Española. And okay. that's, yeah, yeah. In the show, it, it shouts out Española. Yeah. Yeah, it does well, that I quite remember. a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, you're from Las Cruces. That's why I remember. That's Las right. Cruces. That's right. Um, so you were working as a firefighter in Española, and then they did an episode where they went to the fire department to make it eco-friendly, and uh, they picked you to be handsome firefighter number one. Correct. That is facts. <laughs> yeah. So Zach, yeah, well, I want to hear the story and how this all happened. Uh, I've seen the whole show. Number one, uh, best part was you, obviously. Oh yeah, thank you guys. So, so I needed to hear. I I kind of just wanted to hear the story of just kind of what happened, how you found out about this is going to happen, all that kind of stuff. Give us give us the background. It it was really simple, actually. Like, kind of crazy how it happened. So. There was a third party working for the film industry for the curse, Nathan for Nathan and Benny Safdie and Emma. And so they just showed up. Well, actually, they got in contact with our assistant fire chief. And this third party got in contact with them saying, we want real firefighters for this film that we're going to be filming for. And if we could use your station as well. So we'd like to have your guys your department represent. And um, so they just stopped by the station one day and they were just like, hey, whoever wants to audition for these roles, audition for them. They're like, <laughs> so they were like, all right, cool. So like only a handful of us auditioned for these roles. They were speaking roles. I think there was actually two speaking roles and I think three or four background roles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I was like, I was so pumped, dude. I went in there, just like felt good. Auditioned for it. And then I never, <laughs> I got an email like two months later saying, unfortunately, you didn't get selected for this speaking role. You can be a background role. And I was like, well, you know, I, I'll be a background role. Yeah, no, you yeah. tried. You tried. Yeah. I tried. So this is how it started. <laughs> so then we're on scene, we're on set. And I'm background role. And the two guys in my department who got speaking roles, they were there talking with Benny and they're talking with Nathan. And they're just chatting with the other producer and director there. And, and I'm in uniform. And I'm like, they're in uniform. Uh, I'm a firefighter, so this is what we do. So like, I pull up next to my partners and just stand there. And I'm just standing there just like... <laughs> Yeah. while they're while they're talking to them yeah while they're talking like yeah. i just walk up just like casually just 
acting like I'm important. <laughs> <laughs> Just answer yourself. You're like, who the heck is this guy? Exactly. Oh, that's exactly that's, what. That's, Zach. <laughs> that's like exactly what happened. Benny, <laughs> he looks at me up and down, taps me on the shoulder, and he goes, "What's up, man? I'm Benny." And I'm just like, oh, like, hey, what's up, Benny? I'm Zach. <laughs> and we just chatted for, I don't know, like two minutes. And Benny's down to earth. Benny, you know, being on set, being on scene, I got to know him a little bit. Benny's super cool. Benny Safty. And um, <laughs> so then an hour later, we're in, we're in our roles. And me and my other partner, his name is Zach, who got a background role. They come up to us and they said, which one is Zach Enriquez? And then I was like, oh, that's me. And that was it. And they walked away. And I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so then 30 minutes later, I get an email saying that the directors have requested you to audition for the handsome firefighter role. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And that's the stand in place worked. <laughs> it works, man. It works. So I I had I had auditioned for it. Obviously, I had to. And I sent it in, and then yeah, I got the part. But I didn't find out till I till I like a week and a half, like a week and a half before is like whenever I found out, and I was like, whoa, dang, um, gotcha. So he had so Benny had come there early, like a week and a half early, to just kind of check out the place, and that's when he saw you, and no, then they so sent you. Yeah, didn't mean to cut you off. There you go. Um, that was on set when that happened. Oh, so that, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. so it was two different. So the finale. Yeah, I'm a background role in the finale. Oh, I was God, looking I for you. Okay, because I was looking for you, and I, yeah. I, I was trying to find you, but I must have just missed that part. Yeah, I mean, it's like you blink your eye, you'll miss, you'll miss. Okay, me. like okay, I'm barely there. But that's what's crazy is like movie magic they just like there's cameras everywhere and they just use whatever they want yeah it's wild because yeah. i felt like i had a i felt like as the background role i felt like there was like a camera right in my face almost like <laughs> <laughs> you're like i am in this i am in two episodes here <laughs> yeah yeah so so that that took place and then also too is like they filmed the finale before they filmed uh what is it episode six the one that yeah. i'm in so yeah i was like wow that's interesting to see it play out on the big screen but um yeah that is that would be weird um so they were at your fire department for a while they were right. actually it was like i think three days or two did, and a half days now did this affect the response of firefighter calls during those three days <laughs> So it happened, I think I, <laughs> it, it didn't because the guys who didn't get any role or any part, they they were on call. <laughs> oh, no. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. They got, they, they really got it. They're just like, uh, one yeah, guy, I think, one, yeah, one guy auditioned, didn't get it. And he was like, man, I'm here working. I'm like, this, this ain't you guys, cool. You guys get a call and you're like, nah, we're, we're not coming. Emma Stone's here. Yeah. No, you have but... to put the whole get your garden hose out. Yeah, that house is that whole neighborhood is going to burn down. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Zach, for those who have not seen your scene, can you kind of describe uh, your 
uh, interaction with with Emma and with uh, Benny kind of in that in that scene. So the one with Emma first or the one with Benny? Well, I guess just the whole I that episode. Just, just kind of what happens with you in that episode. Yeah, so that was actually filmed on two separate days. Oh, so no, like, that is confusing. Okay. Yeah, so it's a little <laughs> confusing to, to draw yeah. back to. But um, basically what happened was they didn't give me any kind of um, instruction on how to act. They were just kind of like, <laughs> here's your your script they sent it in an email and was oh, so you had an actual script yeah I, okay but it's very very small like it, it's just kind of nathan fielder like just kind of like just like what well you really want me to just <laughs> say this like and then there's also improv dude i'd say about okay. half of it is just improv <laughs> that's why it sounds like a loose guideline and then you're kind of filling in the rest yeah, yeah you fill it in and then they come up with something on the spot that they just think of and then you just react like at least that's what happened with me and I, what I saw while I was there with other people but um yeah like with like with Benny that part whenever he was he, he was like hey I don't see no ring on your finger yeah <laughs> that wasn't in the script and I just like, <laughs> I just immediately just was like, hey, you know, safety first. It could take your finger off. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Because I was job. wondering, because you're wearing a ring now, but do you actually not yeah. wear it when you're working? No, I actually did it whenever I was working. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But at the time, I didn't have the ring. So I was just like on the spot, like just, see. just like, yo, that's, <laughs> that's good. Dude, that's, you know, that's so, pro. And it made the cut. It made the cut. <laughs> it made the cut. Yeah. That one. <laughs> of all and then the one the one with emma was um interesting so this one this is kind of like like embarrassing but whatever i gave it my best shot so we're getting set up to re go basically action on the scene with emma and they told us where we needed to stand everything but they had to get other things set up and so she's standing there like in the the area just reading her script just like kind of pacing back and forth going over her script and i'm nearby so i'm like all right so i want to practice too so like i try to like <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so i try to chime in like whenever it's my line after yeah, her line yeah. and like immediately like got shut down oh, like, no. immediately like i tried and like she like kind of like gave me a half eye look up and just looked straight back down just like i'm totally ignoring you right now <laughs> like, and i just kind of like awkwardly just like took a few steps back and was just like out of there <laughs> she's got her own like, way of doing it like, yeah. like how i see him practice in the movies and you're yeah you're in the you know, movies yeah. exactly i was like this is what stories are made of like Come on. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I thought we were supposed to practice our lines together. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and so that one was actually but yeah, so that start that was the beginning of that scene, like what took place behind the scenes. And then there was like six, seven, maybe eight different takes. And he yeah, Nathan and Emma as well. They were both kind of just like freestyling, just improv, like 
after improv, just like trying to get something to stick that they they liked for the show. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And and for you not to have that training and also to try to react to that kind of stuff, it's impressive that you were able to do that. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it was. I I mean I'm trying to think like how the only kind of I guess I think what would help me the most is that oh it was at my station and I was yeah. in my uniform and it's kind of, it's a home away from home. So I mean like I'm just like, yo, it was Yeah, you're in your element. Yeah. Doing definitely. your thing. Yeah, in my element, just like, yeah. And yeah. in the fire department, you know, we speak to strangers and you know, we Yeah. Yeah. You got to deal with like somebody that has their hand cut off or some shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can deal with yeah. Nathan uh, Fielder looking <laughs> at you funny for like an hour. <laughs> oh man. Maybe we could get on a side rail, but yeah. They came to visit the station before they like set up any cameras. So this was like a few weeks before they were like or going to actually come in and do the film. Mm-hmm. and so he shows up with his dog and he's at the front door and like the whole crew everybody's there and he's just like yeah this is my dog she likes to pee on fire hydrants and they're just like straight <laughs> a, just yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, and i was like no way like are you are you really messing with me right now? Yeah, I legit thought we were on camera at that point. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, no, this is some behind the scenes type of like Nathan for you, just <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like anything he does just cracks me up. Um, in your scene, so this is tough because obviously you're gonna you don't want to show the kids, little Tonyo and Lola, you want to be like, hey, daddy's a movie star. But you can't really show them because right after the first time you're shown on screen, it quick transitions to a shot of Nathan's penis. And he's peeing. <laughs> like, very quick. Micro penis. Yeah. His micro penis. Micro penis. I was watching it. Cherry, cherry tomato boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> so that's the first episode that I watched because I wanted to make sure I like watch that. So I'd I'd be good for this. And then I watched it and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Nathan's Nathan's hanging dog. <laughs> so Lola, Did you know that was coming? No, when... I had I had no idea. <laughs> so you're watching it and you're like, yeah, I'm on TV and then it's just Yeah, and then it's like micro penis. <laughs> oh so Lola actually watched it. And no. when we came on, we were like, no, no, Lola, what's that? Pointing at something totally random. Just like, no. Damn it, Nathan Fielder. Man, oh, man, but... that that's like the one skitty does where he exposes himself to the kids. We got him. Yeah, got that's him. true. We that's finally true. got him. Yeah. But to be fair, that was a prop. Yeah. I, I would hope so. I mean, they do Dude. a great job on those. It looks no, great. It was. The funniest thing is, like, the lady, it was, this is where it was kind of weird, because it was, like, some lady, like, we had never seen on on the set in the two two days that we were there. She just comes up out of nowhere and is just like, hey, come check this out, guys. And she's just, like, (laughs) making a whole joke of it. (laughs) Oh, so she shows you? She's a penis lady. Yeah, she shows us the... uh, 
the the prop, yeah. And we're just like my computer's <laughs> lady just came I, out I of really the field. One. Just like, what's up, guys? Come check this out. Larry said that's somebody's job is to just make that. I, well, I want one made for me because I think it would be really funny to like, you know, accidentally forget to, you know, zip my pants up at a party and then I'm hanging that little micro <laughs> ween out. Yeah. I don't know, man. That would be that would be funny. It's just to be walking around. Yeah. And then I would be, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. If I ever want to leave a party, I do that, and then I'm so embarrassed. I got to I gotta get out of there. I got to skedaddle. Yeah, it's hard to, hard to come back from that one to explain. No, no, it's not actually like that. Let me show you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'll prove it. I'll prove it. Yeah. Hold still. <laughs> Zach, you know what is crazy about this, your story and all this? You have a good amount of lines in this, in this. So you have a lot of screen time, good amount of lines. Uh, you have like more screen time than a lot of people that have gone to LA to become actors that have been trying to do this for like <laughs> 10, 15 years with, with zero effort on your part, other than the audition that somebody came to you from. It's like one of those stories of like, oh, how did you get in the industry? I was just discovered working at the, you know, firehouse <laughs> yeah. and like that you've got the people that audition, you know, 10 times a week and never get a role. It's, you just got talent. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't argue with it. God's gift. God's gift, baby. <laughs> no, man, that, that is wild. And I've, I've heard it time and time again. I have a, a friend who grew up with, went to school with, and she's been trying for a long time to, get into the film industry and yeah. doing every job she can possibly imagine. So I came to her whenever this happened, I told her what happened. And her boyfriend at the time was on the phone and he was just like, what? He was like, that's, <laughs> that's every actor's wet dream. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. You can't be talking to other actors about that. Cause they're going to all be pissed at you. <laughs> so, that put it in perspective for me, like, wow, this is, this is really something. But yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, I st honestly, I still can't wrap my mind around it. I think, but this was October, October twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a while because I was sworn to secrecy for a while. Um, then it, they finally announced yeah. the show. Then I was unsworn to secrecy, but then we wanted to wait till it came out to bring you on the show. Yeah. That was a while. Yeah, it was a while. And um, I don't know. I guess there's just different factors, different variables that took place. But the thing that that I can say, like, I felt most comfortable, like, that it wasn't such a big deal to me mm -hmm. was, like, the experience I had with having Lola as my first child, that was just like above anything and everything else. Like <laughs> that. Yeah. That's like my little heart just running around outside my body. Like, and, <laughs> and she, how old was she when that, cause she was really yeah. young. Yeah. She was very young. So she was like seven months old at the time. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. Very cool. Yeah. That, and Paul showed me that picture of like, you with Emma Stone and Benny and, and Nathan Fielder, like with Lola there, like, or this one where Emma Stone's like, you know, very close to Lola. It's a very cute picture. Very cute. And if, if Lydia was on, she was, I didn't, I didn't witness this because I was saying hi to Benny 
and um, Lydia was holding Lola, and, and Emma Stone just comes up, just like, like making like all these crazy wild faces at Lola. <laughs> Just and getting up in her face instead of like, like, oh, nice baby. Just like, basically, how I interact with babies. <laughs> high energy. Put it that way. Yeah. Came in with some high energy. <laughs> Zach, there was a scene that they mentioned, and I'm curious if I ever got. Oh filmed, my gosh. Were, yeah. Were you going to ask this, Paul? They, yeah. were, they were saying, hey, can you get Zach to go in the other room and shirtless. Uh, like bench press shirtless? They go, they go, what would you give me a shirtless? firefighter in the weight room would you be yeah. opposed to that and then the guy the captain's like no we wouldn't be opposed to that and then he's like good give me zach yeah <laughs> yeah did yeah, you film so... that or no no man ah. no i was hoping we did we would have but like, <laughs> no it didn't go through um that wasn't that was improv that like that wasn't in the script and i was this is this is what i'm saying benny was down to earth like there's a tent with like two main guys who are directors and audio and visual and they got their headsets. And then there's like four or five other headsets for like Nathan, Benny to come out, watch it be like, okay, let's go back in. Let's do it this way. And like a couple extra. And so Benny came out one time and there was like two extra headsets. I was like, Hey, is it cool if I listen in? And he was like, yeah, go for it, man. So, like, I'm sitting there under the tent with with these two directors. <laughs> and all these other actors are just, like, sitting in chairs, like, just, like, don't even know what's going on. And I was just there, <laughs> just, like, listening to every take. And then listening to them come out and be like, no, let's do it this way. Or what do you think about it that way? Or just, like, that whole experience was, yeah, priceless. That that's really cool to like see what's going on, like get the full experience of what's going on when like shows or movies are made. Yeah, it was the full experience. I I took advantage of that opportunity. So yeah. I was on the, I was on the headset and Benny walked in because they kept it. I guess he I don't know. They kept the cameras rolling for some reason, and he just walks in, and then he's like, "Great, I want Zach." And then he walks out and everybody's just laughing because it was just funny. Cause like he thought that was, that was a funny line. <laughs> that was our assistant chief. And you could tell he was like, he didn't know what was going on. He was like, <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but no, so that film, that scene never took place. Cause yeah. that was just like him just being funny, like, hey, let's yeah. do this. Like, yeah, I was waiting for that. That, for the show, that probably would have been like that would have like switched the whole vibe to like more of a classic Nathan for you, Nathan Fielder show. Yeah, but yeah, I, so I get why they didn't put it in, but I was I was hoping it would pop up later in that episode. Yeah. Now, Zach, I'm looking at your IMDb right now. Uh, I do not see any upcoming projects. Or is there something where is there anything on the horizon? Acting career question. What's next? Yeah, just um, nothing right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing. I, I have gotten a few emails, like, for one was, like, a dental commercial. What? And, yeah. <laughs> and I think, honestly, when I auditioned for it, I think when I sent it in, 
something something got messed up in the in sending it in, but I didn't get that that wrong for the dental commercial. And then another one was for like a background role, a firefighter, but it was like not even a speaking role. It was just like you stand there for like two seconds. You're a exactly. role at this point. I was like, no, nah, you can't you can't do that. Can't go backwards. Can't go backwards. Can't go backwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I so I I am SAG eligible. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I got I got the pamphlet in the mail with all the information. And the only thing my friend, she's in acting, and she said if you get in the union, you can only do union yeah. film. Yeah. So yeah. That kind of excludes you from building your resume to wherever you want to take it. But so that's why I didn't get my SAG card. Uh, there's still time. I'm eligible. <laughs> that's the thing. I like it. I like um, it. Well, that's awesome, Zach. I would like to though. I mean, just kind of gonna have to see how things shake out with the rest of life and hopefully I can make something happen but hey you never know never know maybe at you know <clears throat> some guy will come into north carolina and wherever you're at he'll be like you you got you look like you got what it takes i don't know man i, I feel like and you just good. go yeah i've heard that shit before let's go <laughs> set me up <laughs> i know man <laughs> yeah i'd have to really put forth a lot more effort this time this time around. <laughs> well, now that you know, you'd be like a pro on set if you ever get pulled again for something. Yeah. You'd be like, give me that extra pair of headphones. This is how me and Nathan did it. <laughs> Let me show you how we did on the curse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 7.2 IMDb. Get with it. Get with it. But, uh, yeah, I don't want to keep you too long, Zach, because I know it's late for you, but any other no. kind of final stories you want to share with it or anything we, we missed out on? Um, I just recently I heard that he, uh, Benny, I think it was talking on an interview with the basically about the curse and how it came apart came to be. He said him and Nathan like became friends somehow, like it was a slow friendship that developed. And one time Nathan was just telling him about how it was moving to LA and getting on, getting through the airport. And that some lady, for some reason, I think asked him for money. And I think he said that he didn't have any cash on him. And then she literally said, I curse you. Oh, no. I, I may not be getting <laughs> this verbatim, but. Um... Uh, Lydia, get out of here. <laughs> I just thought something. Come on, can you what did she say? She so Lydia saw something something really cool on this the news on Yahoo.com, Yahoo, Yahoo. Entertainment. Uh title is The Curse Recap. Bye bye Flipanthropy. Hello, Green Queen. And would you look at that? Oh, there's that. Oh man. <laughs> Oh man, that's the Yahoo Entertainment thing. Let me send you. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the the picture in the Yahoo Entertainment article, the made picture there is Zach and Benny. Yeah. Boys. The boys.
boy. Dapping each other up. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, good find, Lydia. Good find, Lydia. So it might not be verbatim, but I think if I remember correctly, yeah, this lady was like, I curse you. And so then it stuck with him for, for like, for a while he was just like what what does it mean to curse you yeah so then he like got some cash and went and gave it to her and was like is the curse lifted and then she looked at him like what are you talking about oh no and then then so yeah and then that's how the curse came to be like just they just dove deeper into it that's pretty funny yeah Yeah, i i really do like the show and it's it's I don't see it's like an interesting watch if you're gonna go into it. It's not like as if you've seen Nathan for you. It's Nothing not like, like his that. other shows. Yeah, but it's 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 very funny. Uh you just gotta pay attention. Don't be yeah. on your phone when you watch it because yeah. it's like it's a lot of little subtle things like subtlety. In, in your episode of Emma Stone, like they show her texting and she's like you seen Benny's show about burn victim dating or like Benny's burn victim dating show. I'm like, what the hell does that even mean? But it's just like little funny things like that in the show. I like it. Uh, well worth a watch. And you get to see Zach. Oh, episode, six. <laughs> episode six. Zach. Episode six. Check and, it and out. It's, and it's cool that they use a lot of local people for it. Kind of showed the kind of community. <laughs> the cast list is like a hundred local people. Yeah, it's a cool way to do it. Make it authentic to kind of where you're doing it, right? So authentic, dude. Then another guy's story. Um, I don't know if you remember Freckle. He Freckle Freckle in the so Freckle in the show. That's his character name. Yeah. Um, he was Nathan's like handyman. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) With the truck and (laughs) yes. Yeah. Um, So Freckle, he said. I think on Quest of Lane. He lives down the street from where it was filmed. And this is how he told me. This is how he told me. He was like, so I'm there in my garage with my homies. You know, we're having a cookout. And then we see a group of white people just walking down the street. (laughs) So we were like, hey, let's go check this out. Let's see what this is about. (laughs) So they walk up and it's Nathan, it's Benny, Emma, the whole crew. And, um, And then all of a sudden... They ask him to audition, and he gets the role as Freckle. (laughs) That's awesome. Checking out white people in the neighborhood, and he he ends up getting a role on the curse. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so like him, for example, he was in. He was on set way more than what he's actually featured in in the film. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they probably just, kept, they kept like, him around, around in case. Yeah, they yeah. just they don't around. know when they're gonna like throw him in there. Yeah, exactly. And then and then other other ones they cut out. Like um, there was one scene that this one was just a improv, basically a freestyle where um, Nathan came up to me and he was just like, "Hey, just talk to Emma about the hose." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> talk to Whitney about the hose. Uh, it's just like. Okay, and this was after we had already done the scene where we're supposed to be like flirting and yeah, yeah. And so I was like, okay, so I kind of got an idea of more like 
be more aggressive flirting wise. <laughs> so, yes, like, yeah, yeah. so we, yeah, as you can picture, yeah, we're just talking about the hose and, and yeah. <laughs> I didn't make the cut. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Too aggressive. Too aggressive. Yeah, they I mean they probably could have went like way more over the top with a lot of that show. But it's, it is interesting it. to watch that it's like not. But I think I, I kind of they Enjoy they knew, they knew it was like supposed to be a HD TV show, so they never would have allowed anything in the show that was too aggressive type, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah they exactly. couldn't couldn't allow that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another another fun fact: when the scene with Benny, whenever he it shows me and I'm on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a it's real subtle. I mean, unless you're like watching what I'm doing, but um. They actually told me they were like, "Yeah, just text somebody. Just get on your phone and actually text someone." So I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I was like, "All right, cool." So like, I was texting Lydia. Well, <laughs> well, I was like, "Yo, I'm being filmed right now. Like, this is going down." <laughs> this is <a> wild. <laughs> I'm on TV. I yeah. think. Yeah. I'm and not then. exactly sure if this will make it, but <laughs> that's <Crazy>. funny. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So I mean. Hopefully they have a season two. It looks like something is coming out for it. What they're calling Green Queen. Oh. Green oh, Queen. gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, they yeah. renamed the show Green Queen. Yeah, exactly. In so this one, a... but oh, if they change it from the curse, and season two is called Green Queen or something. Well, I think, I think that's part of their. I don't know, honestly. Yeah. I just seen yeah. little like remarks about it being Green Queen instead of Flipanthropy, which makes me think that they're gonna have a whole show about the show Green Queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so just and for the record, you are available if they need you again. I'm available, hundred percent. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> we'll be the first to release it. We'll be the first to to put that out there. You are available. Zach's available. Let's go. They will take the relationship further. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call Nathan. But not we'll too far. Him. Not too far. <laughs> HGTV. That's oh. right. That's right. It's uh, on TV. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank to... you, Zach. That's awesome. I, I we really appreciate the story because like I've been uh looking forward to the show, and then especially once I knew you were in it, I'm like, oh, that's that's awesome. Very exciting. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah, it was. Still can't wrap my mind around it, to be honest. <laughs> so, yeah. It's that had to be like such a 180 that day. But uh yeah. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for sharing the stories. And uh Zach, we'll be we'll be keeping an eye out on, you know, the Oscars and Emmys and shit. We'll, we That's true. Yeah, you still got uh, Emmy nominations oh, coming okay. up. <laughs> Got it. You're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> I mean, technically, technically, there is. Technically, you have a chance. Yeah. Wait. If I had, if I had a vote, uh, you would get my vote. Yeah, I don't oh, watch that go. much new TV, so I'd Thank also you. vote for you. I got two. Hey, that's, <laughs> that's more than most you people. Again, you get the Chub Step Award for Best uh, Supporting Actor. Yeah, the television go. show on Paramount Plus. Let's go. Let's that's go. Good. yes yes there we go congratulations oh man you guys are awesome thank you guys
<laughs> Perfect. I right, appreciate it, Zach. Thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, anytime. Give All me a right. call. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? Um, all right, well, there was Zach. Uh, thank you again for coming on. Uh, new episodes every Thursday. Uh, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Rate us on Spotify or and uh, wherever you listen to the show. Yeah, somebody tanked a Spotify rating. We're actually rated on Spotify now. We're out right on Spotify, but as people it's know, we've listened to the show for a, a, a long time. It's 4.4, so one person tanked us. We we have, I think it was two people that knew each other, both trying to take us on purpose. Uh, we got yeah, tanked we, on on that, too? Was that uh, my fault again? Yeah, that was your both both of your fault. God damn it. <laughs> I know that I had the, uh, the whatever, Apple podcast. I knew. Oh, I think, I think they were, I think they were connected. Yeah. Oh, they're connected. No, they're I, not connected. No, no. I mean, I think they're related. I think it's the same. Okay. Person. It's a related yeah. taking. Yeah. yeah I <laughs> accept that. I accept but that. anyway, anyway, thanks, thanks for coming on. Uh, the show has ended. Be gone. Now, you know, you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.